Well, welcome this morning, everybody. Thank you all for being here. It is a wonderfully special day, and I am honored to be a part of it. I'm Jason Benetti, one of the television announcers for the Chicago White Sox, and it is my absolute honor to have you here as we make an exciting announcement about the 50th anniversary of Special Olympics, born in Chicago in this very stadium, Soldier Field. This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. This episode 260 is brought to you by listeners like you. Please help support us at Special Chronicles with your tax deductible donation today to help us continue our mission of giving respect and voice to people with special needs. Please go to specialchronicles.com slash giving. That's specialchronicles.com slash giving. And we thank you for your generous support of our mission at Special Chronicles. This week on Special Chronicles, we're podcasting live from Soju Field in Chicago for the kickoff of the 50th anniversary of Special Olympics. that's happening in 2018. We'll bring you the live press conference right here exclusively on specialchronicles.com. Coming up right now. I shudder thinking how the world can be so cruel I lend my voice To those who can't It's time we try It's time we care It's time we stand It starts with a voice You're listening to the, the Special Chronicles show This is a show of podcasts and disability stories From insiders' perspective We are giving a voice to people with special needs Good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, welcome back to the Special Chronicles show, my name is Daniel, I'm your host and founder of Special Chronicles, so good to be back, be back behind the mic, and uh, we're going to have to bring you the live press conference, uh, we'll try to put a link to the uh, press release and, uh, and uh, the video for the 50th anniversary of Special Olympics that, that's happening uh, next June, um, all of 2018, but there's going to be a, be a week long of activities, July 15th to the 22nd. I've got the information <laughs> in, the, in the other room here, so but uh, but uh, just uh, you 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 enjoy the, you 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 will enjoy the the post conference and in, in the speeches. So if you guys missed that, then uh, that's what we're gonna we're gonna bring bring to you right now, and uh, right now on the Special Chronicles show on SpecialChronicles.com. Coming up next. Well, welcome this morning, everybody. Thank you all for being here. It is a wonderfully special day, and I am honored to be a part of it. I'm Jason Benetti, one of the television announcers for the Chicago White Sox, and it is my honor. Thank you. It is my absolute honor to have you here as we make an exciting announcement about the 50th anniversary of Special Olympics, born in Chicago in this very stadium, Soldier Field. Before we start, I'd like to show you why we're here today, so please indulge us as we present a one-minute video that encapsulates the spirit of Special Olympics.
we look forward to the celebration that's coming up, and this is a very special day, but, but personally, too, uh, I have become terribly fond of Special Olympics after covering the Special Olympics World Games in Los Angeles for ESPN in 2015, and it simply was the most empathetic, joyous, understanding place that I've ever been, sporting event or not. It's a place where choosing to include isn't even an option. People are just inclusive when you go to the World Games. But Special Olympics is more than just the games. It's a place and an organization that lets us realize how similar we all are in spirit and in soul. So the games are where I was exposed to Special Olympics, but this organization and in my workings with them the last couple of years is, is just so much more than that. Uh, let's get started with a little history. In this building, in this city, 49 years ago today, July 20th, 1968, a historic movement began, the birth of Special Olympics. Today you'll hear from two people who were there that day, founder of Special Olympics Chicago, Justice Ann Burke, and Scott Wilson, who competed in those first games. We'll hear from Scott in just a short while about all of his experiences involving those games. The games in 1968 opened the doors of opportunity for people with intellectual disabilities in communities throughout the world. Today, 170 countries participate in Special Olympics, counting over 5 million, 5 million tremendous athletes from around the world. Today you'll hear about the plans we have for celebrating the 50th anniversary of Special Olympics and a little bit about what the next 50 years will look like and beyond. Before we get to our speakers, I'd like to introduce some of the people who are in the room that are instrumental to organizing the upcoming events. First, Joe Nagel, Executive Director of Special Children's Charities. Dennis Doolin, the Chief of Organizational Excellence, Special Olympics International. Jenny Fortner, Board Chair, Special Olympics Illinois. And Nelson Rodriguez, the General Manager of the Chicago Fire. Also, you may notice we have a couple of Chicago sporting legends here. Tom Thayer from the Chicago Bears. And my good friend Ron Kittle from the Chicago White Sox. Both Tom and Ron and Nelson would be happy to speak with you at the end of this press conference about their thoughts about Special Olympics. Now I'd like to introduce our first speaker. It's Alonzo Williams, Chief Program Officer for the Chicago Park District. The Park District was here 50 years ago as well, and its support was vital to the success of those first games. Alonzo. Thank you, Jason. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, I'm Alonzo Williams, Chief Program Officer with the Chicago Park District, and on behalf of Mary Emanuel and Superintendent Kelly, I'd like it gives me pleasure to invite everyone to Soldier Field. 
for 50 years, the Chicago Park District has been partnered of Special Olympics, and throughout that time, we've been it's been our, we've been pleased to be a part of the growth internationally while keeping the Chicago rules strong. Uh, from the annual Polar Plunge, which Jerry, I'm getting the pass on this year, and various other recreational programs we, we offer across the city, the Chicago Park District is committed to continuing the growth of Special Olympics across the world for the next 50 years. I'd like to quickly also thank um, Justice Burke, Ann Burke, who was a Chicago Park District instructor and had the vision of bringing organized competitive sports to athletes with intellectual disabilities. Uh, also, and of course, Justice Burke, a shout out to West, um, West Pullman Park. <laughs> I'd like to thank those gathered here today that work each and every day to grow the organization and expand the number of individuals and families who we serve. Thank you. Alonzo, thank you and thank you to the Chicago Park District for all of the support in this important partnership. Now, please welcome. Dave Breen, President and CEO, Special Olympics, Illinois. Dave. Thanks, Jason. Um, they, they asked me to say a few words about what uh, the 50th anniversary means to Illinois and to Special Olympics in general. And, um, I sum it up, obviously, everybody thinks about the athletes. And I just ask you to imagine a world where handshakes are replaced by hugs, where athletes not only cheer for their competitors, but they pick them up off the track. And also, individuals like Scott, who has really given it to Steve Cochran today on the air, by the way, if you guys heard that on WGN. But where Scott gets up every day with some challenges and obstacles, and he does it with a smile on his face, and everybody's a friend that he, they just haven't met yet. And that's what amazes me about the athletic experience and the courage that our athletes exhibit on a daily basis. So we're very excited about the 50th and coming back to Chicago to show the world the abilities of the athletes, not the intellectual disabilities of the athletes. We're very excited as well, and I think Mary already has a, a name change for our vehicle, but if you saw the traveling exhibit slash museum, we're hoping to steal some of the artifacts from Justice Burke. Um, to put on that vehicle, but it is going to get a lot of miles on it as we go around the state and hopefully parts of the country to talk about Special Olympics and where it started and the impact it's had on everybody's lives in the world. I'm also very excited about the events, which you'll hear more about, um, from the Unified Football Cup, which we have some of our committee members here, Lou, Neil, Marty, uh, heading up that event, along with the Chicago Fire. And I want to give a shout out to Jessica Yavitz, who along with Nelson, where's Jessica? So 24 teams coming from all over the world to participate and play Unified uh, during that week of the 20th is gonna be very exciting. We're also very excited about the legacy piece that will be left that the Chicago Park District has been instrumental in the eternal flame. And we also uh, have the support of labor in that as well. And then the last day will be Change the Game Day. And that's where we're going to ask the world to play unified with our athletes, not for our athletes, but with our athletes. So please get on our bandwagon and get out there and promote it as much as you possibly can because it's going to be an exciting event coming to Chicago. Thank you.
Dave, thank you. Before everybody leaves today, I hope you have the opportunity to take a look at the Traveling Museum. I know uh, everybody's worked terribly hard on it. It is outside, and uh, hope you get an opportunity to take a look at some of those artifacts, which I don't know that uh, you're going to get off the hands of Justice Burke based on her reaction. However, it was a good effort in a public forum. <laughs> she said, I'm not the artifact. It is, it is just a testament to the great achievements and the great joy that these games have meant for so many. Not in, even in, just in terms of the sporting events themselves, but in terms of empathy and caring for others that you see at the event. And again, that just transcends the athletic competition. To speak more about what Special Olympics International does, Mary Davis, the CEO of Special Olympics International, is here to say a word. It's all the way from Dublin. Thank you, Jason, and good morning, everybody. Well, it's a great, great pleasure to be here. Actually, the hairs are standing up on the back of my neck, as they were a year ago when I had the chance to come here for the very first time to uh, the Spring Games and to stand in soldier speed. And I really thought that I couldn't think of a more magical place, of a better experience, of a place to be than here in Soldier's Feet. And then to come back and to have this press reception here, in this facility, right here in this space, with that wonderful emblem and logo in the background, and to be in the midst of Scott, Scott, where's Scott? Scott. And Frank, Frank's here also. Stand up, Frank. And Scott, stand up, Scott. And Justice Anbar. The three people, the three people who were here in 1968, who stood in that stadium, who ran, who jumped, uh, who threw the softball and who organized the entire event, the first ever Games Organizing Committee that was truly led by Justice Anne Burke. Congratulations. Quite amazing. And as I, you can sit down now, Scott. Thank you and Frank, thank you. I also want to mention Daniel, another Special Olympics athlete and employee here uh, stand up, Daniel, from uh, Special Olympics of Illinois. He's a global messenger, a global messenger for, uh, for Special Olympics here in Illinois and Chicago. So we're delighted you're here and it was great having the chance to speak and meet with you yesterday as well. Uh, I know that Jason has already introduced and mentioned uh, the key players from uh, Special Olympics Illinois from Children's Charity and from Special Olympics International. The three groups that have really come together in the most amazing way um, under the vision and the leadership of, um, of Justice Anne Burke and are putting all the activities together that Dave just spoke about. And when you hear the list and when you look at the way everything already a year out is coming to life and uh, you see uh, the museum, 
the, the uh, traveling museum or the traveling exhibit, which we still have to find a name, as Dave said, for, when you see that sitting outside, completely wrapped uh, with the logo and the dates, it's a great reminder of how far we've come in 50 years. It really is. It's great. And as I look around at everybody present and the meetings that we've had uh, here in Chicago each time I've come and the great work that's been done in between all those meetings, uh, and I see people like the Parks District and the effort that you have uh, put in and Jorge and what you have given as well to us and all the many other organizations and groups that have come together in the most incredible, selfless way to ensure that we would have one hell of a celebration here in Chicago next year. And as I reflect on my own life in Special Olympics, I haven't quite been there since 1968, uh, but I did join as a volunteer in 1978. And as I look back on my career in Special Olympics, and I think of my experiences, and I'm sure Anne and everybody, we all have our own experience that we take from our involvement with Special Olympics. But I saw that through the power of sport, barriers can really be broken down. Fear can be overcome and the human spirit could reach great heights by the involvement. And in every athlete that I had the pleasure and honor to work with in whatsoever way I was able to work with them, I saw courage, I saw fortitude, I saw determination, I saw will, I saw resilience, and I saw grit, like I have never, ever seen before in my life. And seeing each and every one of the athletes reach deep inside themselves to be the very best that they could be, brought out the very best in me and the very best in every single person that has had the honor of being touched by the presence of a Special Olympics athlete and by their friendship. It truly was something magical. Hard to describe, but something that you really feel deep inside yourself. And so, the challenge I believe for the next 50 years is to create those touch points, those opportunities for the millions of other people who have not had that chance in the last 50 years to be touched by the presence and the friendship of the Special Olympics athletes. To come to know their greatness, their authenticity, and the power that exists in every single person, no matter what you are, no matter where you come from. And the challenge for us now is how we can empower people to be more accepting of difference, not to fear it, but to embrace it. Not to exclude, but to choose to include. Not to judge others, 
by what they can do, but rather to judge others by what they actually are. It's not what they can't do, it's about what they truly can do. And we all have incredible gifts, and we all have things that we can do better than other things. And it is seeing the best in all of us. That is the challenge. That's our job. So our job is to continue to do what I experienced and what Justice Anne Burke and her team experienced over 50 years. To continue to provide opportunities to remove obstacles, to tear down barriers, and to give opportunity not just to the 5.3 million athletes that we have currently involved, but the 200 million people with intellectual disability that have the possibility to participate and to join Special Olympics. But in addition to that, it's also by playing together in a unified way so that we can open the hearts and minds of people all over the world, that 97% that we talk about of people who we still wish to engage, to ensure that they truly create a place for everyone that they choose to include. And in so doing, we can certainly achieve our great big goal, which is to forever end discrimination for people with intellectual disability. So, history was made in Chicago 50 years ago. History was made by Justice Anne Burke. History was made by Eunice Kennedy Shriver. But next year, a future will be shaped in Chicago by the people of Special Olympics, by our leaders, by our Special Olympics athletes. I look forward to it. I hope you do too. Thank you. You just think about what a long way we've come in terms of goals over the course of 50 years and the goals that we can now set because we know what the feeling is to have those hearts and minds that are open and to look even beyond that and to bring even more people in through this wonderful venue and this wonderful city of, of caring people, Chicago, Illinois. I'd like to introduce now a gentleman who you've heard about. He competed in those very first games, the 50-yard dash, the long jump, and the softball throw. Please welcome a Special Olympics athlete and global ambassador for these games, Scott Wilson. What was happening in 1968? The Vietnam War was raging. Martin Luther King Jr. and Robert F. Kennedy was assassinated. Apollo 8 was the first spacecraft to go around the moon. The Democratic National Convention 
took place in Chicago August of that year. And on July 20th, thousand people with intellectual disabilities from the United States and Canada were here at Soldier Field. The first special, yeah, the first special Olympic Games, and I was one of those athletes. My name is Scott Wilson, and I am proud to say that I am a Special Olympian athlete at the 1968 Games. I competed in the 50-yard dash, long jump, and softball throw. It was an exciting time on the field. Since 1968, I have, oh, I have had the opportunity to participate in the Special Olympics on the state, national, and international levels. From running, to swimming, to bowling, I have enjoyed the practices and the competitions today. Today, I still compete as well as take part in the, polar, in the Polar Plunge. I would like to thank you, yeah, I'd like to thank you to the people that had the idea of organizing this very first Special Olympics. Thanks to you. Dr. Bill Freeberg, thanks to you, to Eunice Kennedy Schreiber, and thanks to you, to Justice Ann Burke. Okay, here's another one. It was because of you that I was encouraged to see strengths that I have and to explore experiences not only on the field of play but off the field as well. As an athlete that was there for the first games in 1968, I want to invite you to join the 50th anniversary celebration in July of 2018. For more information, go to specialolympics50.org. The special 50th, the special Olympics 50th anniversary is a time for all of us to reflect and celebrate. Uh, sports have opened the doors of opportunity for the people like me throughout the world. Now is the time where we can look forward to the next 50 years, think about the future, 
where we had inclusions through sports and we end discrimination. People with intellectual disabilities, physical, yeah, people with intellectual, intellectual and physical disabilities, I invite you to Chicago in July of 2018, support movement and to live unified. Scott, thank you so much for sharing your story and your experiences that you had 50 years ago. Yes. Now I'd like to invite up Kevin Magnuson, who's the president of Special Children's Charities, to come up. Special Children's Charities is the fundraising arm of Special Olympics Chicago. It was founded in 1969 by the late Jack McHugh, who organized the charity with several of his close friends to provide financial support to the athletes. It currently funds programs in the parks and the schools. Kevin Magnuson. Thanks, Jason. Good morning. Thank you all for being here on this historic day. As Jason said, my name is Kevin Magnuson, and I'm the president of Special Olympics Chicago and Special Children's Charities. There has been much talk this morning about the significance of Chicago in the last 49 years and the Special Olympics movement. I would like to take a moment to discuss our program here in the city of Chicago. Special Olympics programs are currently in 122 Chicago public schools and 23 Chicago Park District locations. We have over 7,500 athletes who take part in our year-round programming and activities. Our athletes and programs are present in neighborhoods all over the city, and this is a program that changes people's lives every single day. We currently offer 22 year-round sports where our athletes learn not only the fundamentals of each sport, but also team building, sportsmanship, and have the opportunity to make lifelong friends. I strongly, strongly encourage you to attend a competition or an event if you haven't already done so and become involved with Special Olympics and get to know our athletes, our coaches, and their families because it has become a true highlight in my life and in my family's lives. And as has been mentioned, it all started here, Soldier Field, 49 years ago today with the dedication and leadership of young 24-year-old Anne McClone, who was a physical education teacher at the Chicago Park District. Anne McClone-Burke saw individuals not with disabilities, but abilities. And it was through her determination and drive that 1,000 athletes showed up here from 26 states and from across Canada to celebrate the special day 49 years ago. A movement 
that is now international was born. Anne continues to play a very active role in our organization, attends many competitions, events, and activities with our athletes. She's a tremendous advocate for people with intellectual disabilities and the Special Olympics organization as a whole. And it is my true pleasure to introduce my friend, Justice Ann Burke, the founder of Special Olympics Chicago. Scott, Frank, and so many of the Special Olympians and I, we've actually grown up together. Even though Kevin kind of cheated and told him my age, right? <laughs> I shared my life with Frank and his colleagues and my former students. They helped me be who I am today. We actually did grow up together. So I will always remember you, Frank. And all your colleagues. Thank you for uh, uh, doing it for us. Okay. Okay. Forty-nine years ago today, the sun rose over Lake Michigan to reveal the union workers from the riggers, the carpenters, the plumbers, and the electricians and the physical education teachers who feverishly labored to ready the historic soldier field to welcome 1,000 athletes, friends from 26 states and Canada to compete in the first ever Chicago Special Olympics. At 10 o'clock on the morning of July 20th, 1968, the temperature rose to 90 degrees. Mayor Richard J. Daly, Park Board President Bill McFetridge, and I stood on the 50-yard line of this iconic stadium to witness Eunice Kennedy Shriver inspire the first ever Special Olympians with the words which would echo around the globe in the next ensuing four decades. Let me win, she said, in those assembled, but if I cannot win, let me be brave in the attempt. Could anyone present there on that steamy July day 49 years ago ever have imagined what Special Olympics would become? Chicago has been the site of many world-changing events. From the nomination of Abraham Lincoln for president to the splitting of the atom. I would argue, however, that the creation of the Chicago Special Olympics ranks with those other momentous Chicago events as the point in history that truly changed the world. Now in 170 nations around the world, millions of people of every race, color, creed, and religion 
have been inspired by an idea conceived and born here in Chicago. The torch that was lit here at Soldier Field 49 years ago today ignited a fire that will never die as long as we all continue to celebrate the bravery of those special children and adults like Kevin O'Brien, Michael Cusack, Scott, Frank, and all those who competed in 1968 and became examples inspiring thousands and thousands of others here and around the world to find the courage to compete. Sadly, I have attended the funerals of many of my Chicago Park District students who have participated in those first ever Chicago Special Olympic Games. But I assure you, they will never be forgotten. Their spirit and courage live on. Today, we also look ahead to next year, to July 20th, 2018, when Special Olympics will be celebrating its 50th anniversary right here in Chicago where it all began. And I am very grateful for the many women and men who became so committed to the children with special needs and to help create the Special Olympics in 1968. And I thank everyone who has provided the support throughout the past 49 years. But I must tell you, however, that I truly believe that Chicago Special Olympics, which has grown to become Special Olympics International because of the great care and kindness of Eunice Kennedy Shriver and the Kennedy Foundation. It could not have been done and it could not have been created were it not for the fire guiding the hand of God. In thanksgiving for his loving care, let us all end with a prayer. Lord, we thank you for enkindling the hearts of so many people to come together to help create the Chicago Special Olympics, where your special children and adults can reflect in your beauty. Thank you, Lord, for all those who have participated in the games around the world and for their families. It is because of the courage you instilled in them that the eyes of the world have been opened and thousands of your children around the world have found happiness and dignity. And God, grant eternal rest to those who have gone home to you. God bless America, and we will see you all next year. Thank you. To everybody up here who's spoken, thank you so much for your comments, and I could not look forward to any more than I am right now. The 50th anniversary celebration of Special Olympics coming up next year on this very day, in this very stadium, and in this very city here in Chicago. Think about what we can become as a group in the next 50 years. Now I'd like to see if the media has any questions for our speakers today. And as a reminder, all of our speakers, plus our guest athletes, Tom Thayer, Ron Kittle, Nelson Rodriguez, are available for brief interviews after your questions. So 
If you have questions for anybody up here, please go ahead. Questions? If you're too shy in a large group, everyone will be available after the press conference as well. Scott? Oh, Scott's going to go <laughs> take an interview. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Everyone on the panel, everyone will be available afterward as well for any questions that you may have. Thank you very much, and we look forward to the 50th anniversary celebration next year here in Chicago. You've been listening to the live press conference of the Special Olympics 50th anniversary kickoff at happened on Social Field on July 20th, 2017. And if you want to share your feedback on anything that, that that's happening or, uh, or, or want more information on you, you can get involved, email us, feedback at specialchronicles.com. That's feedback at specialchronicles.com. Or join the conversation on social media at Special Chronicles on Facebook or Instagram at Special Chronicles on Facebook or Instagram. Follow us there or at Special C Podcast on Twitter. And uh, you can join the conversation and follow follow our live uh, follow our live updates there. And make sure that you also leave, leave us your five star ratings and reviews on, on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or TuneIn or wherever you listen to us. Helps a lot more people out to know about the great work that we are doing here at Special Chronicles. And I uh, will be back with, uh, next week with some more exciting content for you guys coming in the coming weeks. Uh, I already uh, I already have some people interested in coming on the show, so we'll be trying to book that in in the coming weeks. And, 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 and so keep, keep following us. We've got tons more uh, inspiring, tons more awesome stories uh, coming to you all. So until then, and if you want to help, again, if you, if you want to help support us to make more of these stories, make more of these podcasts possible for you, go to specialchronicles.com slash given. That's specialchronicles.com slash given. And we really thank you for your general support of our mission at Special Chronicles. And until then, take care, and we'll see you next week. Until then, take care, and God bless. Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. This is not part of the one minute. <laughs> Could we have all the folks? Well, my mic's not on. Test three, two, one, three, two, one.